Living a healthy lifestyle includes more than simply making healthy food choices. It also involves maintaining a level of fitness that will help your body achieve optimum levels of operation. Lifestyle plays a huge role in health, wellness and fitness. In today's urban lifestyle, where people don't stop and take care of themselves, it's causing more harm than good, especially when it comes to physical and emotional well-being. Lack of healthy eating options have contributed to obesity in many individuals of all age groups today. In this pandemic, people are subjected to indoor activities, which has led to change in fitness and lifestyle perception amongst most individuals. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Socially Desi show, the podcast that motivates you to live, create and inspire. If this is your first time here, welcome. On our show, we discuss tips and strategies with our guest speakers on how to tackle problems related to personal growth, mental health, relationships, entrepreneurship and health and fitness. So hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com for more of such content. Today, I am joined by Shruti. She is an international presenter, a master trainer and a lifestyle coach from Pune. Hello Shruti, welcome to the show. Hey, happy to be here. It's a pleasure to be hosting you on the show today, Shruti. So uh, to our audience who are not aware about your journey uh, from the corporate world to the world of fitness and lifestyle, why don't you tell us about how it all started for you? So uh, if I trickle back absolutely behind, uh, I would say it started back in school because of my upbringing, uh, because I come from an army background and it was always instilled in me that Every evening or every day, I have to go out, I have to play, pick up a sport, do something that engages my body and mind. Mm -hmm. And we all used to meet up in the evening and that's where the idea of doing something that keeps me fit every day got into me. But uh, my journey actually, that's where the ideation came. Mm -hmm. But my journey actually started during my, I would say, MBA and thereafter my job. So uh, I did my MBA in human resource. And uh, I got placed uh, as a human resource consultant with Deloitte. And while I was working, I was fairly okay. I was happy. But I realized that I am living my life for the weekends. Mm -hmm. On every weekday, I would just look forward to the Saturday, Sunday coming in. So I realized that this is not fair. This is not the way to live. And I also realized that uh, lifestyle is a bit sedentary when you're especially in the IT sector right? because you spend so much time just sitting on the laptop and working constantly because technology is technology now we have to go with it right yeah so um, I started to get a little healthier and uh, a little I would say I, start, I gained a lot of weight and uh, I started working out I realized that I used to do it in school I used to do it during my MBA then why am I not doing it now Hmm. so I got back to gym I went to a studio I decided to I love dancing since like I was a kid I was dancing I love playing sports Mm -hmm. and I picked up uh, gymming during my MBA I did a fitness modeling competition okay and uh, I realized that I'll get back to gym I'll get back in shape and when I went to the studio, I attended a class, which was a Bali Beats class okay. and also a Zumba class. Uh, I went there and I started attending. After about two months, the instructors told me that um, you're at a level where you should be an instructor, actually. So I just laughed it off. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm doing my own job. So let me just handle that. Mm-hmm. But after three more months, I thought that, hey, why not? Like, am I supposed to do only one thing? I have right. to do whatever I feel like doing. Yep. So um, I eventually got a project Mm -hmm. where I had to travel to Florida uh, for training. Okay. And uh, Zumba as uh, in itself, it originated in Miami. Right. Where I was close to it. I was going to Orlando for my training. And I thought that, hey, if I am going to Florida and life is giving me this opportunity, I should take some time out, do a solo trip, which I always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I thought might as well get certified from the place where something began. So I went to Miami after my whole training, my whole work. I took out a couple of days. I backpacked in Miami and I also skydived. And my last destination was to go and get certified. There was a batch of about 50 people there, people from different nationalities, more of people from uh, Miami itself. Okay. Uh, but we, I had a great time. I learned a lot. And then when I came back to Hyderabad, that time I was in Hyderabad. 
I started taking classes. So I thought that it'll pick up slowly and maybe it'll take a year or two. But to my surprise, in exactly two months, I was already taking classes in three studios. Oh, it just it just picked up. Hmm. Yeah, and I got immense response. But the catch was that my routine was crazy. I used to wake up at six a.m. I used to take a class at seven a.m. Then go to work at nine a.m. Come back from work at six. Literally <laughs> run from the gym washroom to the studio. Take crazy. another class at seven. Yeah, and then I used to be back in bed, and I was like tired, but I was satisfied. Hmm. But after about a year of doing this overlap career, I realized that the only part of my day where I love doing what I do is those two hours, hmm. the morning and evening class, and I don't really enjoy the uh, part in between. So I thought that why am I living for these couple of hours? Also. while i was pursuing all of this i saw a change in my body i became a more confident person mm-hmm. i became fitter i saw people around me getting fitter due to my classes people getting rid of their anxiety becoming happier individuals it impacted my personality mm-hmm. i even um auditioned for miss india back then okay. and i got into the top 10 for the state auditions i did feminine miss india but then uh, they told me to audition from another state and everything that i had in place that time it did not quite work out mm-hmm. but i realized that this uh, field has given me a lot of more insight like towards fitness towards wellness towards beauty as a individual i developed so i realized that i might as well pursue this because i love uh, i my, my passion was not just dancing or just fitness it was the fact that i could see people transform themselves and also people become happier mm-hmm. and i slept well when i saw people happier someone would come and tell me the shruti after attending your class i forgot all my stress from the day <laughs> i had a fight at home that's nice and right now i don't even remember why the fight was it really inspired me and then one fine day i decided that i'll just quit my corporate career and i'll get full time into being a dance fitness instructor okay and eventually i had it in mind that i want to become a master trainer that i am right now mm-hmm. So that is how I took the leap of faith. I told my forgy parents that <laughs> uh, I want to quit my HR consulting role and I want to get into the fitness industry. And they were blank for a bit, and then they asked me that, "Are you sure?" But they did not like judge me or uh, tell me to take a step back. They said, "Okay, if this is what you want to do, you do it." And that's when I left Hyderabad. And for some personal reasons, I wanted to move to Pune. Mm-hmm. uh so i moved to pune and here i started working with a brand called multifit okay and basically i started working with them as an instructor and also as a manager because i had a corporate plus fitness profile uh they told me that they would want to hire me as a manager for their clubs and also uh, i could keep pursuing my dance fitness and expanding myself as a freelancer doing different things different classes so uh, how long were you working in the corporate before ultimately making this switch two years okay so two years you worked with a corporate like you worked with deloitte and then you uh, you know you said that okay now i want to do this full time right yes So so I mean uh, what were the initial reactions like you said okay they were blank for a few times but was it like uh, uh, like a longer uh, struggle to you know make them understand once you came back to Pune and you started living with them was it uh, something uh, different or what were the experiences back then So I'll tell you three funny reactions okay not mm-hmm. funny but these were the three extreme reactions that I got number one was my colleagues especially my peers who told me that yeah wow you are finally doing it you mm. are pursuing your dream and they were all like gaga over it okay whereas i inside my head was totally scared but i knew that this is what i have to do and mm. that is all i thought number 2 was the reaction from my uh, office seniors especially you know the boss yeah. or the people around you who always have to do your appraisals or judge you or something she she went like you've done so much in life you studied so hard you always topped your score uh, you did your mba and now you're here in such a top notch company why would you want to give up all that for something like this you never know what's going to happen in future how will you secure your income so this was one skeptical reaction that i got from many people and uh, i actually was scared of it because it is all reality not that they were speaking a lie 
Hmm. But, but the point is that this is a conservative mindset. This is a mindset which belongs to a comfort zone. And I don't believe in comfort zones. I feel that greater good always comes out of your comfort zones. So I ignored this one. The first one I took inspiration from. And the third one was um, a mindset that thought, which is basically my parents and my close dear ones, they thought that maybe this is a phase in my life. Maybe yeah. I will just get into this industry and maybe after a year, I'll realize that, oh, I tried this. All right. Now let me get back to the corporate. So that's what they thought because I've even, when I was doing my graduation, I also pursued fashion designing alongside because back then I wanted to try that. Mm -hmm. So many people thought that this is probably another phase. So I also was curious, you know, I also didn't know, but I knew that this is what I love and I just moved towards it. So these were three extreme reactions that I dealt with. And you know, how do somebody like, you know, you did this and... Uh you fought your way out of the corporate world, you started your own thing, came back to Pune, you know, and then, uh, you know, of course, you'll be telling us more about how you started your journey in Pune. But uh, what is that number one inspiration that you take uh, from all this experience uh, that made you actually, uh, you know, take the road less traveled by? I would say, feel the fear, but do it anyway. Hmm. (laughs) I realized this when I skydived because um, I, when I was 10,000 feet above the ground mm-hmm. and I just booked it like in a in this spur of moment, I thought that, hey, I want to skydive, let me do this. And in two days, I booked it. And then when I was in that plane, 10,000 feet above the ground and uh, my instructor told me that jump, I looked down and I was like, am I kidding myself? What <laughs> on earth am I doing here? Why am I doing this? Like, What will my parents say? But I did it anyway, right? And that was one of the best experiences of my life. So now I feel that anytime that a person loves something and feels that, why don't I go ahead and do this? My biggest um, point uh, that I learned or the biggest point that inspired me was the fact that we need to, uh, it's okay to fear, but it's not okay to let that fear overtake you. Hmm. So you should keep experimenting and doing whatever you feel like in life irrespective of whoever tells you whatever yeah that's so true i mean experiences matter at the end of the day not everything that you do would be successful exactly but uh, of course i mean you will learn uh, along the way you learn new things and of course you know like they say that uh, winner is somebody who actually tried one more time right he's the loser who tried one more time So I guess uh, that's, you know, one of the uh, good things about people who try to uh, run after their passion and make it into a profession. And so, yeah, I mean, uh, tell us about the whole uh, Pune journey. What were the initial challenges when you came back and how it all started uh, for you in Pune? So um, when I was in Pune, I actually started working as, like I told you, I was a manager with this brand Multifit. And I was also a dance fitness trainer at the same time. Mm. The biggest challenge I faced at that point was um, immense, immense saturation and competition in the market, which is the case in every field. But what I faced was, okay, you want to be a dance fitness instructor, fine. Mm -hmm. But what's different about you? That's what people would ask in the first go. See, I my plan was when I switched my city, when I switched my career, yeah. it's not like Multifit was sitting open and they said that, hey, come on, Shruti, we've been waiting for you. I tried many brands. I literally like Googled the top brands in this city. And then I decided to collaborate with them, talk to their managers, work with them. And Multifit worked out for me when I was doing like my meetings and everything. So um, one thing that I realized was if I had to start my classes mm. in any studio, Uh, the clients would already have a trainer. And even if there was a space open, they would wonder that why this instructor? So you need to have some niche or you need to have some USP, you know, where you feel like um, the audience really wants you and they want you for what you are doing. Everybody in the market is doing HIIT. Everybody is doing Zumba. Everybody is doing, um, what do you say, yoga. So when I came to Pune, I introduced Bali Beats over here. Bali Beats, may, there was no instructor. They have not even heard this. And that was an even mm. tougher challenge because 
when you bring a new product into the market often people will be like faltu hai it's not even tested <laughs> so what is the main difference between what is the main difference between bolly beats and zumba and other forms of dance or fitness all right so uh, consider an umbrella all right this umbrella is dance fitness category mm-hmm. okay what do you mean by dance fitness it means a workout that you are doing mm-hmm. which is dance based which is a lot of cardio but not through like simple exercises but through dancing make sense uh, more rhythmic yeah 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 so it's dance based workout now consider under this umbrella there are different small small um baskets okay so one basket is bolly beats one basket is zumba one basket is uh piloxing one basket is pound one is bolly x one is bombay jam these are different programs in the world not just in india across the globe and i just named a few okay all right so uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to now specifically if you ask me the difference zumba and bolly beats how they differ they are two completely different companies they have they are their own copyright labels and also it's it's as different as saying that i want to eat a fruit and uh, you tell me that i want an apple and i give you a banana and say that hey it's a fruit just eat it <laughs> that's what that's what's mm. happening in the market people are just saying zumba for every other program that is because uh, zumba is the oldest dance fitness program and one of the starter programs that started the whole idea of dance workouts uh which came after aerobics you must everybody knows aerobics right yeah, that hey yeah. this this is aerobics everybody knew that was the oldest that came into the market then came zumba and then came many other programs but the point is everybody can't do latin music right like everybody doesn't have fun with that so all kinds of workouts started trickling in based on music based on hmm. movement uh so for some people zumba is too intense they do aerobics because it's less uh movement some people don't want so much latin so bolly beats is basically differs in terms of its musicality and its dance okay uh, zumba is latin music bolly beats is obviously a lot of bollywood music but we also have other music genres and also there is a bit of so we do very dance oriented workouts zumba is also dance fitness but it's very exercise cardio oriented hmm. bolly beats is a lot of like drama and uh it's more dancey and we also do exercise in it but we don't mix exercise and dance so there are people who like want to hmm. who want very expressive classes who want really dramatic classes like where there's a lot of fun and especially bollywood has a lot of drama you are aware of it so that is where bolly beats come into picture comes into picture yeah because i was looking at your uh, instagram profile where uh, yeah. uh, you were uh, doing those uh, you have your weekly classes uh, on yeah. instagram as well <laughs> so i was looking at a couple of classes in which you know you did that govinda song also which was really oh, yeah. interesting <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean uh, when it comes to expressions i, I would definitely say that yes bolly beats uh, is dramatic and it's more expressive yeah. so uh, and it's very energetic because uh, when i see your dance classes uh, i feel energetic from inside because i feel like okay you know you're doing something uh, which is very rhythmic uh, as well as it's very uh, it's fun at the end of the day yep So I wouldn't say that one program is better than the other ever. I think hmm. every program has its own charm. I love doing Zumba also because I like Latin music a lot, but not everybody likes it, right? Some people love Bollywood, so they love Bolly beats. Some people yeah. like uh, Latin, so they love doing Zumba. Some people like um dancing with props. So there's another program called Pound Fitness which uses sticks for dance-based workouts. Some people okay. like even more variation so there are a lot like mm. there's power garba and what not in the market right now <laughs> power garba yeah yeah oh. i'm i'm not kidding so there is a lot of variation in the market right now and you may not even have heard these names but these all these programs exist mm-hmm. and uh, they all have their own charm okay and they all have their own element of fun so this everything comes under the umbrella of dance fitness mm. dance based workout interesting interesting to come back to what you asked me before the f- biggest challenge was that when i came to pune and i introduced uh, bolly beats many people were like what is that people were like we don't know we've never heard of this yeah. and then i just used to tell them that hey come i did a lot of free demos like lot of them 
and after doing couple of demos people got addicted to it they started loving it and then my classes picked up and right now i have more than 1000 students in pune at least mm-hmm. where i have taught across pune so uh, any tips that you would like to share with somebody you know who wants to enter into this world of uh, dance fitness and lifestyle what are like from your learnings from your experiences what are the initial uh, things that somebody has to take care and have to keep in mind when they're trying to enter this business you mean as an instructor or as a student yep as an instructor okay so uh, right now i am a master trainer and i actually license people to become instructors hmm. i currently i'm doing like virtual trainings every month earlier i was doing it physically before covid yeah so um the first thing i feel is that people need to understand that um every instructor has their own charm okay sometimes i've seen students telling me that you know ma'am we look at you and then we wonder that hum kare to kya kare hmm. i was like tum wo karo jo main nahi karti hu because everybody has their own style and there will always be a market for every person so some people back off thinking that um market is too saturated i don't have place, place in it so let me not try so i feel people should not like especially someone entering this field they should not worry about the competition or worry about the level at which other people are because everyone has their own charm right number 2 everybody needs to understand in this field this is the biggest thing that they need to understand we are dancers from the heart hmm. but we are instructors which basically means that in this field it's not just about how you dance or about how fit you are or about how amazing you look while doing it it's more important to understand how you make others feel when people come to your class they should feel that they had a happier day they had a good workout they could actually follow you they could actually connect with you because that is what matters hmm. they are not coming to just like learn dance this is not uh, an academy a skilled academy you know by uh, mat or by any you know big choreographer melvin or someone this is this is dance fitness people want to work out to get fitter but they will only be able to do that when they enjoy it completely when they feel into the flow completely Correct. so many instructors yeah. feel that if we look good or if we are great dancers we are sorted aise nahi hota it's about it's about caring for others understanding their requirements also so i think these two things are really important which anybody who wants to enter dance fitness needs to understand this first yeah that is so true uh, that uh, since it's a dance oriented fitness lifestyle that you are trying to teach somebody uh, unless and until you bring in your own flavor you bring in your own personality into the game yep. uh, your uh, your students or your participants who are you know watching you and especially these days when everything is online they're just watching you through a screen mm-hmm. so i guess i guess for you guys it would be more of a challenge these days because oh uh, <laughs> it's a big challenge <laughs> I mean, you you can't you can't because you know i'm a very physical person i like to uh, you know meet people you know hand shakes hugs yeah, and I, yeah. I i have that connection when i see somebody in front of me and when somebody is mm-hmm. just on the other side of the screen uh, then you know somewhere or the other you lose that connection uh, so so of course you know uh, i guess that's a very very important tip for uh, any upcoming talent that you gave that you need to bring in your own personality you need to do something different and uh, i mean uh, by different of course uh, you need to bring in uh, something unique which uh, looks good on you and uh, will actually help somebody yeah right uh, yep. b- because you can't just be like a copycat or uh, you know a ka b kar diya you can't be like that because i don't think so that's mm. very sustainable in the long run isn't it yeah and actually it's not just about doing something different because in this field there are a lot of choreographies that come on a platform and almost 100 instructors do the same choreography hmm. it's not just about innovation in choreographies it's about how you take that up in class like i said it's more about connecting with your audience every instructor needs to understand their audience like for example if you're taking a class for a very young crowd like college hmm. crowd Yeah. You can take peppy numbers, you can take faster numbers, you can take catchy uh, things. But when you're taking a class for a little, um, say, middle-aged average population, 
you need to make sure that maybe you include a couple of old mixes you talk to them more you interact with them you don't go too high intensity so you need to consider your audience always right that matters choreography is maybe whatever i am taking is what the same another instructor could be taking in bali beats because the portal is common the choreographies are often common uh, but the way you take it in class is what differs uh, and makes you different from the other instructor so true so true and you know uh, talking about covid and this whole impact on uh, the fitness industry trainers and lifestyle coaches like you yeah. uh, and we just spoke about the initial challenges of somebody being on the other side of the screen mm-hmm. what other challenges uh, have you been facing uh, from the business side of things as well as you know from your students side of things so the first challenge that i faced was a complete um resistance mm. uh, towards virtual classes because okay. i have so many students in pune and even right now 6 months into this whole uh, virtual world um i can see that my students only i am not even kidding only 5% of my regular students mm-hmm. are doing not even 5 i would say like 2 to 3% are doing my virtual classes because people love that vibe that energy in the studio but there is a catch if i as an instructor who who created that vibe hmm. is creating that virtually you as a student will also have to give it one chance do one trial and see right if it fits you or no you can't think in your head that are nab to studio nahi hai ab to vibe nahi aayega so might as well not try virtual also let's just wait for things to open hmm. so people what they are doing is they've just left chai gym kar rahe ho chai yoga kar rahe ho many people have just left everything and they are at home just working like crazy working 14 hours 15 hours because work from home right mm, and they are true. going mad and they are not picking up so the biggest challenge is people's he- resistance and hesitance towards trying virtual classes the second bigger challenge is um people uh sticking to it some people like start and then uh after a couple of days they just give up because work so i have heard this constant complaint especially because everybody is working from home that now our work hours have increased so we'll have to give up Achha. i was wondering that how can you just give up on those 60 minutes that you dedicate to yourself in the day so true like only 60 to 50 minutes like mm. i understand your work has increased but i mean you got to push back and i it's not like i tell my students that i'm doing a zoom live session at 7 so you have to be there i have all my classes recorded and streamed onto my website all my live sessions so nobody feels like it's a recorded boring session just a youtube pe you know you keep seeing people who are dancing yeah. and you have to like follow those steps i upload my live stream so when you do a session you'll feel like i'm talking to you yeah. and it's actually so a streamed live class yeah so but still people are not taking out i told them do it as per your own time do it in the morning do it in the afternoon whenever you want to do it hmm. but still people are not doing it so i think these two challenges are big number one doing giving virtual classes a try second even if they are giving it a try after some time they're giving up because people are not giving enough priority to their health so true yeah which so brings true. me to lifestyle coaching like hmm. in lifestyle coaching when i get a client if i uh, apart from being a dance fitness master trainer mm-hmm. i am a lifestyle coach so the biggest problem that i see right now is that people can't prioritize like they don't realize that we need to give 50 to 60 minutes of our day to ourselves right. why are you earning so much why are you working your ass off you're doing so much so that at the end of the day you have a happier life and if you're not fit enough even if you're not fit you know your immunity is going to go down so true and right now what is what is the biggest thing what is the elephant in the room it's the immunity so true yeah and that is you know very very funny uh, when i hear people saying that you know i have so much of work i can't work out or i can't give time uh, to my health i mean uh, i mean there's a, a famous saying by jim ron you know he says that uh, take care of your body it's the only place you have to live Yeah, yes, I heard that one. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, out of those twenty-four hours, if you can't take out fifty minutes or sixty minutes, like you said, for your own body, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily have to be a dance class or a fitness no, class. No, it can be anything. Literally anything. a walk also. 
so true i mean anything uh, just take out time and do that because yep. end end of the day it's easy to crib it's easy to procrastinate but uh, at the end of the day uh, like you said the whole point is about maintaining your immunity maintaining your health making sure that you have that uh, physical and mental well-being to go through this and uh, you know live through this whole pandemic yeah and people people who are just thinking you know that okay uh, let's wait and let let this thing pass and then we'll think about joining a studio or something like that i guess those people have already lost the battle and um, <laughs> yeah because a lot of uh, fitness uh, like freaks that i know they have not been going to gym and most of them are just at home eating and sleeping and doing nothing else oh then they must not have been no no then they must not have been those freaks because the people you call i don't like that word by the way but the people who you call fitness freaks are those people who who are the first ones to you know take a stick take an oil can two oil cans and start doing like creating weights out of everything pos i've seen my friends do that they've created weights out of every possible thing in their home and then start weight training with that so those people never gave up people who were really serious people who were just doing it for the heck of it they gave up and But to be honest anurag i don't blame anybody as such because maybe i'm in this industry and i'm involved in this work so much i realize the importance but even if you look at nutrition no uh, since the time the pandemic started there have been so many memes and jokes about the fridge becoming your favorite place right mm. so um, i would also say that many people are right now binge eating at another level or <laughs> so they are trying yeah. to yeah and also if they are trying to transform themselves they're going into very very uh, extreme diets i think it's very important to be sustained so there is something called intuitive eating your body will tell you when you need sugar uh, when you need uh, some carbs when you need some protein it actually indicates which we don't really understand we don't listen to it sometimes yeah. you know you suddenly feel you've had dinner and after one hour at 10 pm you're again hungry as because you probably did not have enough dinner yeah uh, or the right dinner so the main thing is when you're eating you should eat the right kind of food you should plan your food ahead of time so then that doesn't waste your time and make you eat crap that is number 1 so all these uh, to give you an example if i feel hungry towards say 5 pm hmm. many people what they would do is they would have a nice chai with lots of chini in it yeah. get some uh, uh, nice cookies some alu bhujia and all of it they would sit and <laughs> mm. still do you this is normal right and they would do their office work and they would feel that i deserve this because i'm working so hard but you also maybe deserve a glass of uh, a cup of maybe instead of that a green tea yeah. or maybe a hunza tea that's another herbal tea or maybe some walnuts with that all of that is also tasty but it's just that we have picked the wrong options we've intuitive eating has become so um misjudged ki everybody is also uh, either running after giving themselves a nice time or running after crazy diets ko in between mein koi chal nahi raha so that is why it's leading to more chaos in covid yeah because a lot of people they are trying to find a way out of everything like uh, <laughs> be be it any excuse or uh, be it anything else i mean uh, you look at social media so you'll always find people talking oh, about crazy yeah <laughs> yeah people will be talking about you know uh, it's okay to not feel okay i mean which is fine but at the end of the day yeah that can't be a whole month right so if yeah if, you just have to take care of of yourself in very simple ways it doesn't have to be dieting intermittent fasting keto it doesn't have to be extreme hmm. it has to be very simple if you are eating dal chawal roti sabji go ahead and eat it but like uh, look at your proportions look at the simpler other things that you're eating are you eating a gulab jamun every day after every meal <laughs> to make yourself happy you know these simple simple things Eight, i mean a few days few days is fine yeah i mean Completely. few days when you're not feeling I okay do that. yeah every, everyone yeah. does it i believe and it's okay i mean you need to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. reward yourself like what i believe in is that you <laughs> do something yeah. uh, do something hard working do something uh, hmm. which is difficult or maybe you had a challenge 
or uh, you planned something and then you achieved uh, that particular target uh, you you should always reward yeah. yourself but the reward cannot be 30 days a, you know a month so exactly exactly you got to point is, that <laughs> huh and that is what is going on on social media because uh, yeah. ke, there's a left wing and a right wing and everybody wants to be correct and nobody at the end of the day wants to uh, lead into the right direction and which is why you know mm-hmm. it's important that we have experts like you on the episode to talk about this because uh, in our earlier episodes we spoke about mental health with a couple of experts and there also we also right. discussed about all these things that it's okay to not feel okay every day but at the end of the day you need yeah. to figure out that if it's running for the whole month then there's a bigger issue at hand you know it's okay to not feel okay but it's not okay to like look for a solution in a reward like mm. your solution can actually you are extremely stressed and due to that you're gaining weight for example uh, many people feel that uh, our life is you know you must have heard these percentages that our life is 70% nutrition 30% yeah, workout yeah, yeah. and all of these things i'm telling you it's not like that it's it's very simple your life and your health is everything 25 25% for example 25% diet 25% workout 25% recovery 25% sleep because if you don't sleep well your body won't recover so true. if your body doesn't recover yeah in fact i would say i would actually make that 20% your gut health is also important mm. so take an example okay take an example uh, somebody went through a breakup mm. all right and they got like really upset about it suppose it happened during covid abhi a person will think that oh my god one the pandemic is going on on top of that i went through such a big uh, emotional loss and i understand i understand but now the catch is that this person for example wakes up every morning and works out this person also eats right okay now they are doing what is needed uska 70 30 to ho gaya so technically nothing should go wrong with the person am i yeah, correct yeah but now the catch now this person gets really stressed because he is emotionally upset or she is emotionally upset and then they went through something bad what happens is at night they don't sleep on time they are on social media reading those funny quotes and then they sleep like at 3 o'clock or 2 o'clock your liver functions best between uh, 12 to 3 that is when you really need rest and your liver is at its optimum functioning where your body will recover the most now these people don't give themselves that time now this person sleeps say at 2 am after all the work and all the stress emotionally mm. and then wakes up at say 9 am because a pandemic so you don't have to wake that or wake up that early <laughs> yeah. what happens is the workout is impacted if you were at your 100% before you go to your 70% then when you are actually eating you start to feel that oh yeah, i am really upset right now maybe i should have a chocolate or maybe i deserve mm. an ice cream something mm. like that which is fine eventually what is happening is your workout is affected your recovery is affected because you are not sleeping in time so after about doing this for a week or two you will start seeing reactions your you will face the acne on your face you will see a little bit of weight gain you will see bloating in your body then you that will start upsetting you even more so if you notice diet and workout to was in place but some emotional stress that happened in your life due to xyz reason impacted you so what i'm trying to tell you is covid is an example be it anything now suddenly people are looking at all yeah. these things like hmm. immunity lifestyle health recovery sleep suddenly people are focusing so much and you know there are so many memes that say my sleep cycle has gone for a six and there are funny funny faces with big big dark circles this is not just covid by the way this is reality this people were always facing this but now we become so active on social media <laughs> because that is the platform yeah. we use the most that we are realizing all these things these have been there since a very long time the fact is that everything is about lifestyle so in this pandemic it gave us a far bigger reality check because we became more aware of ourselves due to spending more time with ourselves Yeah that is so true and you know being a lifestyle coach what would be your um, recommendations or tips to people these days especially when it comes to taking care of their health hmm um the first one would be that uh, see everyone says workout karo workout karo i would say take out some time and do something that you enjoy doing hmm. which will give some benefit to your body if you don't like dancing do yoga 
if you don't like yoga yeah uh, go for a run at a safe place if you don't like running uh, go try kickboxing if you don't like that try hiit try something that you like that also makes you not just ki mujhe weight kam karna hai don't do don't be calculative in life uh, just do it for the endorphins every time you work out you will feel happier you will feel more energetic uh, you will feel yeah far more elated in your day so do that for your emotional upliftment do that to feel happier feel lighter simple second thing um i think people need to plan their food like i'm not saying plan it one week in advance but just think what all am i going to eat tomorrow if you cook yourself get those groceries beforehand if you have a cook tell your cook beforehand because most of the problems happen when we don't plan so just plan out your food yeah. that whatever you want to eat because when you get hungry when you get a sugar craving maybe uh, you will have um, say a bowl of oats with honey on it rather than having a chocolate so that's going to work hmm. I, in your favor only you are still he- having something sweet but you are having the right kind of sweet so just plan your food and third i feel everybody should really really um calm the hell down because we all are i face this okay <laughs> we are we are right now very yeah. hyper sabko kaam karna hai sabko aage badhna hai sab bhag rahe hain which is fine karo koi tension nahi hai main bhi waisi hu but at night we really need to calm down do something uh, that calms your mind at least uh, stop all your work stop all your social media one hour before you sleep preferably try sleeping by 12 i am taking that as an average based on the clients that i deal with so just calm yourself down so that you actually fall asleep when you hit the bed many people tell you know these days neend nahi aa rahi ek ek ghante tak hum jage hi rehte hain um kya kare to kuch na kuch aur kar lete hain we read uh, some hmm. social media or we we read some books if you read fiction at night you might stay up all night you rather read something which is uh, more info based that might you know after some time you might think okay let me read the rest tomorrow it's important to stay calm yeah. at night so you get a good night sleep a good night sleep is really important many people uh, have hmm. seen many videos like my clients tell me that i saw a video that said that if you sleep only 4 5 hours your body will get adjusted to it and then you will be able to sustain yeah. like that that is not true that she told me that you know if you try to uh, make your body used to something eventually it will get used to it but that applies to things like workouts or maybe habits that does not apply to biology you need sleep everybody needs 6 to 8 hours of sleep so third thing would be that everybody should give their sleep that time because it's not happening right now so these three things your um and that will also lead to good gut health which means your digestion will stay in place yeah. uh there are a lot of hmm. uh, the easiest thing that i tell my clients is uh, have some chia seeds in warm water in the morning it keeps your digestive mm-hmm. tract really clean and going you won't have acidity constipation Correct. all these issues so these are all small small things these are not big things i'm not telling anybody to do anything big i'm telling them to do such small things and they don't even cost most of them and that's about it yeah, that can keep so you really happy and really sorted so true so true you know even uh, what i do is at night i try to have that giloi ka juice and uh, hot water ha uh-huh. and uh, maybe like a uh, put some haldi into it as well mm. so that uh, helps me with my digestion keeps my body a bit light yeah. and usme i guess we put some jeera also i don't remember exactly but uh, we put that and that keeps us uh, in a good uh, you know healthy shape when we sleep at night mm-hmm. and apart from that uh, you know what i also do is i i like to read and i generally do one book a month oh, and okay. this month i'm actually reading yeah i'm reading this book called uh, think like a monk by uh, jay shetty okay so uh, it's an amazing book yeah yeah it's an amazing book uh, i've just reached chapter 3 i guess on the book mm-hmm. uh and uh, the way it has changed my thinking it the way it has influenced me to uh think you know uh, outside the box when it comes to your own health when it comes to your own uh, well being not just not just uh, uh, mentally and physically but also you know the perception that you have of the world mm-hmm. i guess that also changes interesting and uh, you know it's it's yeah it's like training your mind for peace 
because like you said right everybody today is so uh, much frustrated and hyper. Uh, they are so much hyper <laughs> i feel everybody is very yeah. hyper these days <laughs> very yeah. few calm that, people that you book will actually yeah then that's another take away from this talk for sure <laughs> yeah i mean everybody is so hyper so uh, you know they are thinking so much it's like overthinking is taking over yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's how it is but yeah i mean uh, that's a very good uh, tip for everybody uh, listening uh, to shruti uh, something that you can do small things uh, daily that will actually help you to lead a better lifestyle uh, in your life and it's not just about uh, this covid situation like uh, shruti just said yeah. all these problems ha- we have been facing for, for the last you know what not decades but the only thing is right now since everybody is uh, free enough to check out social media so much often so i actually think that this whole situation has a silver lining too because uh, it would never have been possible that people from so many different parts of the world could do something together on one platform for example not just my live classes but even if it's a a simple seminar or a simple uh talk show or even watching a stand up comedy thing together uh people would typically do it region wise right even if i would conduct a workshop it would be in a certain region or in a certain city that's why i traveled so much but now i have students from uh different parts new zealand uh, canada ireland uh, australia india maybe there are so many cities delhi bhubaneswar raipur uh pune hyderabad so many places so all these students are together doing one class with me at one time and i think that's pretty amazing and while i know there has been a lot of suffering but there is also silver lining at many places so this has also been a big advantage and plus virtual and live classes and live sessions and podcasts what we're doing right now even that wasn't so popular until this happened nobody gave it so much importance and now suddenly it's like a it's like a big thing so it's another step forward i would say yeah i mean all businesses are uh, trying to pivot and they're trying to figure out new ways to engage their audience and you know trying to stay relevant uh, in places where earlier they were not even thinking of and especially you know when yep. it comes to podcasts like especially in india like the way youtube started way earlier yeah. uh, podcast is now becoming big in india uh, people are now embracing the fact that yeah. uh, when they can't meet each other when they can't go out for shoots uh, podcast is something that can actually help them uh, stay connected with their audience uh, stay connected with the kind of uh, you know people they want to attract be it their customers or clients or you know in public in general so i guess that's a, a big big uh, relief for all businesses and everybody is trying to survive uh, in this whole situation and um, yes coming back to uh, the workshops that you do uh, shruti at curly grooves so how can uh, the audience of uh, socially desi get involved in your workshops so tell us about your workshops and how they can participate all right so first of all uh, i am also curly grooves basically curly grooves is my artist name and while in the market some people don't even know that my name is shruti deshpande they just know that hey this girl is curly grooves because i do all my large stage shows and everything with the same brand name mm. and then i get my whole team of instructors and crew so that's how they know me that way but my uh, brand is basically called curly grooves i am curly grooves and i run classes with the same name i have my own web page and like i told you i do live classes on zoom every monday wednesday and friday 7 pm and people can attend that with me that workout is basically a 60 minute workout where i do very simple dance based routines i also take small sections of body weight training i mean training where you don't need any additional weight you can just tone with your body yeah. and in the end i do yoga inspired stretches so my 60 minute workout is a complete holistic workout where people mm. will burn an average of 700 calories at least wow. and they'll basically be yeah and they'll be happy matlab main ye bol sakti hu फुल गारंटी के साथ कि क्लास के बाद आप चाहे आपका 700 कैलोरी बर्न ना हुआ हो बिकॉज यू मे बी लाइक न्यू टू द क्लास और समथिंग यू विल फॉर श्योर बी हैप्पी बिकॉज देर बी लॉर्ड ऑफ ड्रामा देर बी लॉर्ड ऑफ फन एंड आई बिलीव दैट 
the happiest workouts or the most effective workouts. So that's number one. And also for people who can't spare time at 7 p.m., which I know is a lot of audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so for people who are uh, doing corporate jobs and for housewives or people who are working in the evenings, all my live sessions get streamed onto my website and people can access it as per their own time and take out just 50 minutes to 60 minutes in their whole day and uh, do a nice workout whenever they want. There is no exact time that they need to come and they won't even feel like it's a boring recorded session because it's actually a live stream that has been put onto my website. Um, so that's that's something that many people are doing right now. Apart from that, I'm also providing one-on-one online lifestyle coaching where I give people very sustainable uh, nutrition plans, workout plans, lifestyle tips so that they can reach their goals. I'm doing a lot of three-month transformations for people. uh, And this is not just for three months. It's like something that people can keep following in life. It's about making a lifestyle change and getting fitter. So that is something I'm also working on -on one-on-one. So there is my dance fitness classes. There's um, my lifestyle coaching online sessions that I'm taking and the last thing that I'm doing right now is people who want to become instructors or pursue this career part-time or full-time I'm doing online instructor training so that they can get trained and licensed and become instructors for Bali Beats and pursue this career so that is the last thing that I work on online perfect perfect so you know everyone listening out there uh, please go check out Curly Grooves on Instagram as well as we would be putting the sh- uh, links in the show notes below. Uh, you can also check out uh, Shruti and Curly Grooves. Uh, they're the same thing on our website at socialitesi.com. <laughs> uh, so yeah. def- so it was a great session, uh, Shruti. Thank you for uh, being on the show. And uh, I'm sure uh, to everyone who's listening, they must have gained a lot of insights. Uh, they would definitely uh, benefit from the kind of tips that you have shared uh, for both you know, people who want to get fit as well as people who want to get into the industry. So thank you once again, Shruti. Thank you for being on the Socially Desi Show. Thank you so much for having me, Anurag. I had a great time. So once again, guys, uh, go check out Shruti's uh, Instagram handle at Curly Grooves as well as uh, her YouTube channel. Uh, So we'll put the links down below in the show notes. Definitely check it out. And uh, I guess you have hit uh, more than 25,000 followers, I guess. I am at 22, I think. Okay, okay. So uh, she's at 22,000 followers. Let's try to hit 25, uh, guys. And uh, <laughs> she <laughs> she uh, puts up a lot of good content on her YouTube channel as well. So definitely check that out. Uh, and that wraps it up for today, folks. If you like the episode, give it a big thumbs up, share it with your friends and let's go viral. Remember, our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth, mental health, relationships, business and entrepreneurship and health and fitness. We would love to have Shruti on our show again in the future to discuss more about fitness and lifestyle. So if you haven't yet done so, hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com. And as always, before I sign off, remember, life is black and white and everything in between.